networking, referrals, strategies for success, and real-life stories from professionals who are building a business based on relationship marketing. Welcome to the CirrusNet Podcast. Here, you'll learn how to stay connected in the local business community and become that person others get to know, like, and trust, and refer to. And now, your host, CirrusNet founder, Steven Ziskowski. I'm Steve Ziskowski with CirrusNet, and I have with me today Tom Hamp uh, from the Lansing uh, area. He is a business coach with AdvoCoach. He's also been a CirrusNet facilitator for, for geez, I lost track of how long you've been doing it, Tom, but I would say about at least 10 years now, right? 20, 2012, yeah, 2012, 2013, yeah. Yeah, so before we get started in our interview, I've decided I wanted to start doing something with the CirrusNet podcast, which is what I do every time somebody's referred to me. And that's when someone's referred to me and I'm doing an initial meeting with them, I celebrate the person that referred them to me before we talk about anything. So let's go back memory lane really quickly. He hasn't been in CirrusNet for a long, long time, but a very grand man, Brian McNitt, told you about CirrusNet. Fill in that blank really quickly. How did that happen, Tom? Yeah, he did. And when I when I first started my businesses, I found out that I, I wasn't networking anywhere and met Brian at a local networking uh, group called Lansing Turbo. And um, he met me, uh, it was about two or three meetings in, and he says, hey, I'm, I belong to this group called CirrusNet. Would you be interested? And so he gave me the specifics and said, we meet at this car dealership uh, and go up the stairs and you'll be right there. So I did and uh, met you, Steve, and uh, the rest is history. Yeah, pretty awesome stuff. And the other thing that's cool about that, too, I was reminiscing yesterday about Brian McNitt and how you came to me. And, uh, you know, I'm also still you send out cards today. Uh, anytime I get a referral from somebody that results in closed business, I send them a gift um, for, for door prizes for my spotlight presentations. I give my clients the option of saying, hey, Steve, would you just send the door prize for me? So I send uh, send out cards with some brownies, some other goodies, and it's just real classy, classy program. So thank you, Brian McNitt, wherever you are. Uh, let's jump back over to Tom Hap. Tom, just so we can uh, give the audience more of a feel for who you are and what you do, tell me what you do as a business coach for AdvoCoach. So really, it's it's pretty wide. And so um, when I talk to business business owners, it's really about find, uh, meeting them where they are and helping them get through their issues that they may or may not know much about. So if they ha are having trouble with their getting their arms around their financials and understanding a PL, we do that. Maybe maybe they're not uh, maybe they're not people that plan out the year. So we start with a strategic plan and get them going there. Um, HR. Uh, they're having trouble, especially in today's uh, today's world, trying to find good quality employees. If they don't have a process to do that and they're just winging it, it gets more difficult. So, uh, and then another piece would be the sales that uh, we can concentrate just on the sales aspect of your business, because many people haven't been in sales, but yet hire salespeople and really don't understand what it takes to put good salespeople out in the field. Sounds like you covered quite a vast space uh, for your for your business coaching clients. So if I were to say, Tom, if I could give you the ideal referral today, 
Who exactly would you say is your ideal referral? What type of business may be um, the struggle that they might face? Yeah, there's really no vertical that we, you know, that we we are say, hey, you know what, this is exactly what we need to go to. There's a few verticals that I've fallen in over the years just because one person uh, I do a great job and then I get referred within that vertical. But the ideal client is are those people that are just need help. They've they've been in business for a handful of years. They're trying to figure it out. They're trying to work less, make a decent amount of money, have family time, those types of things. And so what a coach does is can really help them understand what businesses, what a proper business should be about, get less hours to where they're um, all about their business and be able to spend time with their family now because it, it, it goes by really quick and it doesn't have to be that total grind all the time. So anybody that's just in need of assistance and it doesn't have to be long-term. We, we have, um, you know, we have engagements that go anywhere from three months to, you know, seven years. It, it just depends on what the need is. But again, um, reach out. It's, it's really a, an easy way to get involved. We have a quick conversation over the phone. And then if it, if we're both still a fit, we have a, what we call a complimentary coaching session and business review. And then we start from there. All right. Well, that sounds fantastic. Uh, what was it that drew you to AdvoCoach regarding the, uh, the actual coaching program? Cause I, I, you know, there's all different ways that we can approach uh, how we work with our clients and you chose uh, to work with a franchise style business. Yeah, I got kicked to the curb. I was in the uh, copier uh, printer fax business. And back in 2008, 2009, we had made it past the initial bump back then. But in 2010, we, we took a little bit of a step back in the company that I was at. And they said they were going to move in a different direction. So all of a sudden, I find myself uh, you know, on the unemployment line. So you're really looking for opportunities. So my financial planner said, Tom, have you ever thought about franchising or franchises uh, going to into business for yourself? And it, to be honest, Steve, at that point, I had never. I'd never thought, you know, I was doing really well, 25 plus years in the copier business, doing well, putting kids through college, that kind of stuff. Well, um, when he suggested that, I says, well, I don't really want to go in the fast food market. That goes to show you how much I actually knew about franchising. There's so many more opportunities than just fast food. So um, my, uh, I started to investigate it. It got down to four different types. This was kind of the business coaching was kind of what I was doing in the copier business. Anyway, I was visiting dealerships. I was helping them improve their processes and um, selling uh, uh, you know, styles and, and process. So again, it fit right into what we were doing. And then the, the bonus was I didn't have to recreate the wheel. I didn't have to put anything in place. As you know, as many people know, the franchise has a follow the system type of mantra and they put it in place and you follow the system and you know what, you do some tweaking, but for the most part, those processes were already there. Okay, that's great. So you're a new, uh, a brand new business. Uh, boy, geez, about uh, 12, you know, 12 years ago, 10 years ago, somewhere in that area. Um, when was it on your journey of being a small business professional that you recognized or realized that uh, referral marketing, networking was going to be important to your business? When did that discovery happen for you? Well, just a quick backstory, Steve, is that I used to poo-poo this whole networking connection stuff because as a copier manager, sales manager, I had reps that wanted and did belong to some networking groups. 
out there. And I just felt that they were taking up time for my sales reps being in the field because they were being asked to do so much stuff for these groups. So I had a bad taste in my mouth from that, but quickly found out when I started my own business that um, it needed to be an integral part of the process and the plan, your marketing plan, right? So you have different areas. And so I got into networking. I, I mean, I just dove into the pool, seven different networking groups when I started because I did not have a good networking group here, you know, in the Lansing, Lansing, Michigan area. So, and then when Brian introduced me to CirrusNet, it was like, oh, wow, okay. Um, and I wasn't the best, you know, I fumbled through it. And once I st finally started to understand what it truly was about, things really started to take off. It's not about, you know, getting somebody in that, you know, proverbial headlock and, and trying to get them to buy your product. It's really about connecting, having relationships, um, developing relationships, and then expanding from there. And you know what, without it, I wouldn't be here where I am today. You know, it's really interesting. Um, I've picked up on a lot of things, uh, you know, with the answers that you've given during this, uh, this podcast. So the first one is your financial advisor suggested to you that you consider a franchise. Boom. Power of suggestion, right? Power of referral, power of adding value to relationships. I'm sure you appreciate uh, today that recommendation. Yes. Um, and, and I think that's fantastic. And we've got actually people like uh, Alex Roberts and Cirrus Net. He's on one of Doug Moffitt's team. And he uh, he helps people discover franchises that could be the right fit for them. Because as you know, you start out thinking, hey, it's just flipping burgers. But it's it's ridiculous, the number of business opportunities that are out there. And then the last thing that I'll mention, I really love that you didn't initially see the value in networking because that gives you a real rounded perspective as to the type of things that might be going through somebody's mind when they're told about a networking group or they come and visit, uh, they might have a preconceived notion. And we know we've done our job well when we've kind of broken through that a little bit. Um, so let's talk about your CirrusNet experience. Um, you were actually a member of mine when I was running teams in Lansing. Uh, and then uh, you've carried on with that particular team in Lansing to be the facilitator. You still run it to this day. Uh, what is what is it you like best about CirrusNet in comparison to you know the seven other networking groups and other things that uh, you mentioned? Well, I think it parallels exactly what I got in, when I got into Advocate, Steve, and that the process you know fo follow the system. In in when we met, you you felt that you know if you follow this system that's on the banner, um, that you'll be pretty successful. And you know what? I've never wavered from that. So we roll it out every meeting, whether it's now in person or virtual now. Um, and we've been able to adapt, obviously, with the virtual stuff. But it's it's a systems. For for many people, it, it can get mundane doing the same presentation and that type of thing. But the people are different. You know, every week you get visitors and that kind of stuff. And it really goes back to what you had said early in our relationship. And that is, it might seem, you know, mundane to you because you're doing it multiple times. But for the, if you have a visitor in the room, it's their first time. So you almost have to carry that mindset that, boy, yep, you've done it and you're, you know, you're pretty, you're pretty good at it, but you need to have that enthusiasm and that passion that it's somebody's first time seeing it and they might connect, you know, and, and become a long-term member because of that. So that's carried on um, with having, the process that you've started and I've just carried it on through. Haven't 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 deviated much from that, Steve. 
Yeah, I really haven't much either. I think the only thing that I've deviated from on the objectives, agenda, and goals since I first launched CirrusNet in 2008 is that the Spotlight speaker now happens before member minutes. That's the only tweak that I've made. Um, and that just guarantees that more people want to stay on the call because selfishly, they've still got their member minutes to do. <laughs> very smart. No, very smart. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, let's talk about uh, your CirrusNet team. Uh, in Lansing, do you have a, a a member that sticks out from that team or a success story? Something that if you were just to say, hey, if I was going to share one thing about my SiriusNet Lansing team and it was successful, here here's that success right now. Yeah, one, one member sticks out. He's been multiple most valuable member um, uh, many times. So so Kevin Dainsworth, uh, he's uh, now with Comparion insurance, which is a Liberty Mutual co uh, insurance company. They've done a rebranding, but Kevin's been with us. Uh, well, he, he's been, he's been in the group when you were actually facilitating, he's our elder member and he's any, you know, he's in one of those uh, business to consumer businesses where this is his lifeblood. He needs referrals to be successful. Um, but Kevin does more than just do it for referrals. I mean, he brings visitors. He's always talking about the group. He's always trying to connect. He's been, uh, you know, an insurance agent for, you know, over 10 years and is, and gets multiple awards from it. So I think every group needs that kind of individual so that other people can say, oh, oh if Kevin's doing it, um, I should be able to do it because uh, he does it so gracefully and so well. And uh, again, I uh, my, my group really thrives because Kevin's in the group and I, and I owe him a lot of the success of the group to Kevin. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin Damesworth, a phenomenal, phenomenal human being. All right, so here's the last question I've got for you. And this question has to do with uh, a new CirrusNet member. Uh, what What's the, the best piece of advice you feel that you could give a brand new member starting out in CirrusNet? Uh, you know, they're, they're wide-eyed, bushy-tailed, as, as, like, as we like to say. What's the best advice that you would give that new member to, to try to ensure a good experience? Yeah, so to me, and, and you know, many people aren't going to like this answer. It really depends. But so we have a conversation. I think you, you taught me pretty well is to have those initial conversations about expectations, both what the group expects from them, but also what they expect from the group. Because as you know, everybody that comes into CirrusNet isn't like you or I, right? Uh, many of them come in as um, introverts. They're not used to this. They're not used to speaking in front of uh, people. In fact, it terrifies the, the heck out of them. So we really have to talk about, you know what, this, this is a safe space. This is where you start connect and, and begin relationships. But I think the key point as we get down to it, once we understand who the person is, is really getting involved with the members, getting them into trust builders early, helping them understand what a member minute truly is, not just a show up and throw up type of activity, that these types of activities that we have, that we put on the banner and that we do every meeting uh, has a reason and a purpose for being there. Um, and, and it can truly expand that. And I think once you start seeing people that are, that are somewhat shy and introverted start to really bloom, uh, it's fantastic. It's a, it's a heck of a transformation. And so I, I think that's the best part about them and just understanding who they are and really helping them get tapped in and connected to their own group. Tom Hamp, Advocoach Mid-Michigan, CirrusNet facilitator. 
Thank you so much for your time today to be on the podcast. I've been wanting to do this with you for quite a long time, uh, so I'm glad we're able to get our schedules to connect together. I think the information you shared is priceless. If you want to get a hold of Tom Hamp, you want to talk with him about business coaching, or you've got questions about networking, he's a wealth of information. Tom is very generous in terms of uh, the information that he gives, no pressure at all. Uh, but Tom, thanks for all you do in CirrusNet, um, and for the length of time you've been doing it, you're truly a marathon networker, uh, and that's wonderful, starting out as somebody who is resisting the whole thing to begin with. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me, Steve.